0: Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Barks County Football Club. The swords are now ground sharing for the 2020 21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Barks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results, and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Berkshire Football Chat podcast. Um, it's Tom Canning here. I am here with Rob Davis. Hello, Rob. Hello, Tom. And Abby Tyshurst. Hello, Abby. Hi, Tom. Um, we've got no guests this week. I just thought we'd talk some nonsense, really, for, for a bit. Um, and, and first up, so just, I, I guess, Abby, firstly, I wanted to ask you um, as someone who's recently got into football, Mm-hmm. is that is that fair i think that's fair yeah no yeah, um, how i'll we, take
1: that I'm how are you coping sure.
0: with having no football <laughs>
1: um there's you know some football is- on
2: the telly i don't know if you've uh, noticed yeah. but there's a little <laughs> bit on the telly
1: i mean technically we don't have no football because we're still playing futsal at S4K, so we're still seeing each other on a wednesday and playing playing futsal and actually, we decided that pre-season starting very soon, so it's not really been that long to be honest. we were all at football on Wednesday night, and we were like, "Should we just start pre-season? Yeah, go on then, so, yeah. carry
0: it through. Yeah, why not? Why not?" Um, Abby, you wrote uh, an article for us this week on FIB. It's and I titled it "Shape, Get Rid, How Long." Um. I was going to add. Just, I wanted to say this out loud. Um, I was going to put. There's one of the comments in there. You've got also that says "get it out," and I was going to put that in the headline as well. And I thought, I just mm. thought better of it. I thought I'm not a child, um, <laughs> but it is Abby Titus guide to non-league non-league lingo. If it's easy, easy for me to say, um, and, I, and I just my first thought was, what on earth has made you decide to write that article? Because I didn't ask you to do it.
1: <laughs> no, true. <laughs> I'm just permanently annoyed at football matches, it seems. No, in fact, actually, I was at the same football match with Rob when this kind of first came into my idea. And then it was confirmed last weekend whilst I was watching the uh, Reading Sunday Social League final. It's, ju- it's just, I mean, it's people, basically. <laughs> um, the and the short of it. No, just you know those people that, well, there's people on the sidelines, one who think they should be the manager in the dugout. Yeah. And then it's those people. I think there was a specific example I use where it's normally they're they're standing on the sidelines with a pint in their hand, giving it the big one to the person <laughs> who's like the captain on a cup final day. And I'm thinking there's a reason he's the captain on a cup final day and you're standing on the side with a pint in your hand. Mm. And then, yeah, it just constantly. I think it was about 20 seconds after the whistle had gone. Um, I mean, all respect to both of them for getting into the final, but at the RSSL final, just the, uh, he doesn't want it. Like, he's on the pitch, he does want it. Like, he's he's there playing football, he's turned up with his kit, like, he definitely wants to kick the ball. So, yeah, just, yeah, that prompted it.
2: <clears throat> One thing I find uh, very reassuring, actually, is that now that... Uh over the last year obviously we haven't had any uh, um, fans in stadiums so it's quite reassuring to know that uh, the Premier League footballers and people of that caliber are still using pretty much the same language uh, as you know man on get rid no foul all of those things you have put in your article they're using them at the Premier League level so I don't know I find it quite reassuring in a way that the uh-huh. lingo isn't any more technical even if you get up to the Premier League
1: yeah that is so true actually that is one thing that I have really enjoyed about not having fans in stadiums the fact you can hear everything like yeah. I'm you know they kind of piped in the fake crowd noise as well I was instantly looking for the channel where there wasn't that just because I want to know what they're saying I want to hear it so I, yeah no I totally agree
0: <laughs> I I have a, a sort of story about this and I've been looking for the guy's name because I was going to shame him um, I was going to publicly shame him, but I cannot remember his name. I've asked a couple of people, and no one's got back to me at the time of writing. Um, but I was playing in a Sunday league game, and this was this was a few years ago. And I was playing, I was, I was the Bracknell Sunday League's best right-footed left back. As uh, so I was playing left back, and this guy shouted uh it it was it was in with it was in the opening minutes of the game like like literally there there was about two minutes on the clock and the ball gone over and I'd sort of swung my left left foot hopefully and and swiped it and this guy in the middle just shouted and he's he's quite a well-known player and I can't believe I can't remember his name um and he shouted oh get it on the left back he don't want it and I had the best game of my life on the Hmm. back of that because I'd made a mistake he shouted that and I was like right in in an uncharacteristic surge of um uh, ability i i suddenly had that game by the scruff of the neck and it was it was it was great but just yeah you're right why why shout that because all he's done is within the opening minutes is fire me up well done mate well done
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: um there was so there was there was some other stuff we were going to talk about today Uh, was is that was that what was your favorite one on that list abby by the way
1: Oh, good question Pro- probably that one actually to be fair he doesn't want it yes he does like just it makes no sense to me or all day mate as well all day mate that always gets me as well like actually no we've got 90 minutes so can you get on with it
2: this is no, it's this- no foul for me
0: no at <laughs> uh, what point do you want to foul? yeah <laughs> it's um it, it pulls me just a little bit into something um i i've talked to you about abby this week your niche pedantry pedantry <laughs> Um, you've got to be very careful when you say that word, but yeah, you, you have some very niche, uh, some very niche pedantry and, and uh, a certain uh, uh, well well known. I I, I I'm not going to say famous because no, that's annoying. But uh, a certain well known um, non-league. Uh, what what are we calling him? Non-league expert. guru guru, something (laughs) like that yeah who who um who who tells us the rules of how you should follow non-league football and and who you should support you have have some specific pedantry around him don't you
1: i just don't like that he says my when he turns up to a match it's not your match yeah just that really i don't it just really grinds my gears and i yeah as as you say i'm just very pedantic i feel like that's how i ended up even being involved in football in Berkshire because I was a little bit sarcastic and a little bit pedantic so yes. I mean well, it's working for me so I'm going to continue <laughs> it
0: yeah and it, you do this quite a lot I get a message off you quite a lot about <laughs> about little little things that irritate you trying to think. in fact it goes on to something that we were going to talk about uh later in in um in kit in new kits that you, you you don't like this you don't like that you've got very specific views on and, and on, on how how things should be. Uh, but I did have to
1: say the other day in the group chat as well to be like, I don't, I'm not miserable all the time. I promise I do really like football. <laughs> I yeah.
0: guess um, it just kind of, we'll move, we'll move on just a little bit. Sorry, Rob, you uh, I interrupted you there. No, I don't think you did. No, oh,
2: okay. <laughs> I just uh, think it's funny. All these things that you find irritating, I find funny. And I think the fact that you find them irritating makes them more funny to me as well. <laughs>
0: I'm, uh, here to
1: entertain. Here to entertain. I'm
0: yeah. just going to go back on uh, the chat with Abby because uh, there'll be something in here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Da, 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 if this takes too long, then um, then uh, we'll we'll move on. But I think um, uh, da, 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 no, we'll move on. Okay. We were going to talk about um, Finch Hampstead winning the Thames Valley Premier League. Uh, I wrote something that said how great the Thames Valley Premier League had been. Um, I got a message off a certain manager. Uh, who will may- remain nameless at this current point who said um it's not been so great for us um <laughs> it was, it'll surprise you who it was i won't i won't i won't divulge i don't maybe maybe we shouldn't um sort of talk about things that we're not actually going to tell people about and maybe i should should not <laughs> yeah. do that in the future Um Uncle the carrot and then nothing. yeah and then and then not reveal who uh who it is um but yeah Finchamstead won the league uh, and i think that is absolutely brilliant news considering um I don't know whether they feel like this, but the way it looks to me, the way the club has been treated, um, particularly by the FA in, the, in recent years, they were demoted from the Hellenic League Division 1 East because of ground grading things. They they ended up in Thames Valley Premier League Division 1. They've worked their way back up and now they've won the Premier Division, which I think is just, uh, you know, it's a fantastic achievement. They've done it with a young squad. And I, as far as I know, a squad that have been together for for quite a few years. Um Rob, you you've saw you seen Finchampster this year, haven't you?
2: Yeah, they've, um, they're quite a fun side to watch. Uh, very keen on going forward. Uh, I've seen them play uh, a couple of games where they've uh, scored a lot of goals, but also conceded a couple at the back. Um, but yeah, they've scored some really nice goals, really exciting, uh, like to run at teams and uh, get the ball wide and then into the box. And yeah, as I've said on a previous pod, I've really enjoyed watching the Step 7 and the Thames Valley League in this sort of period where we've started to be allowed to go back to games when we were allowed to go to games on public land uh, to begin with. Yeah. Uh, Going down, I hadn't seen as much of the Thames Valley league and step seven as I had maybe step six and step five. And yeah, it's been really, really fun. You know, there's always something going on, usually a lot of goals and uh, usually one or two (laughs) incidents, which, uh, you know, Probably would annoy Abby, but I find quite amusing.
0: (laughs) I've seen them. I've seen Barks County, Burfield, uh, Mortimer, and a couple of other teams. And there's some good football played. Winnersh. Yeah, it's turning into a David Brent. Sorry, yes, it's that David Brent. I love that David (laughs) Brent quote. Um. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and there's some really good football played, uh, mm. and and oh, made made Town I've seen as well, although that they were on the end of a, a bit of a thumping at um, at Burfield at, at, in that particular game. But they, you know, they all seem to play foot; they all try to play football the right way. Um, and I, I just think it's a shame that Finch Hampstead can't get promoted. Mm. I think I do think that's a shame. Um, but you know, clubs have, have moved heaven and earth to get these games on. I think Finch Hampstead... Have been playing at Arborfield, away from their home ground. Um I know they also played one game okay. at Marlow United with ridiculously long grass. Oh I yeah, I don't know if you saw those. I did too. saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah. See the pictures. They uh,
2: yeah, the council forgot to cut the grass. I don't think that was actually at Marlow United. I think it was. Uh, oh, sorry, Marlow United are the team. It wasn't at the yeah. Marlow Football Stadium. Oh, okay. It was at, uh, uh, recreational ground around the corner that the council hadn't maintained. So, right. uh, yeah, knee-high grass there to they for were a league
0: match. Bit of a hide into nothing there because you could quite reasonably have refused to play that game. I think. Yeah, um, but you know, there, there'd have been all sorts of, oh, well, you you know, and the fixture list was jam-packed enough as it was. So fair mm. play to them for for getting on with it. Um, we've all talking of leagues that are continuing we've also got the east barks football league which is continuing or which has continued and um we've got a bit of a, a title decider there's, there's one game in the premier division this uh this saturday and it's britwell the Sing Sabah slough um Sing i've discovered is the temple yep um i did not know this uh when i spoke to the manager i, ah. I have, you'll have to forgive my ignorance but i i have no idea what a what a Singh Sabha is, and it's the it's the Sikh temple, yes. which I which I so I, I've learned some things this week, which was uh, which was really good. Um, but yeah, so it's a title decider. Britwell need a win, and Singh Sabha need to draw or to win. Mm-hmm. Um, do, have you do you know anything about this league particularly? Because I I haven't, and I've, I've been educating myself this week.
2: No, nothing special. I mean, I've driven past a few of the grounds, but uh, that's about as far as I've gone. I haven't actually seen an East
0: Park's game
2: this season. So
0: what, what do you know? Um, well, so w- what I do know is uh, I've learned a lot about Britwell, yep. which I, I believe is an estate. In it is. I went Stout. to school around
2: there. And, oh, did uh, you? Well, not too far from there. And a lot of the kids I went to school with came from that estate. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. So w- is there anything anything broadcastable? <laughs> or just that the state
2: had a bit of a reputation when I was in school fair good enough
0: so, okay yeah. <laughs> um well, I was, was talking to because I was talking about the games being played at Britwell yeah um and I I know I from from just looking back and from reading through they get they get quite good crowds yeah. and I was, I was talking to the manager John Brennan at Britwell uh earlier today in fact and he said, he said, the thing is, you know, even just a like a casual table tennis match, you'd get twenty people going along to watch that. Mm. So the they word gets around. There's a football match going on, and especially a title decider, and suddenly you've got two hundred, three hundred people lining the 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 pitch. Um, you know, it's not it's not like got railings or anything. It's just a it's just a regular mm. a regular pitch, and uh, so you will suddenly and, and that actually then that you know and 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 I mean this in a I suppose in a, in a positive footballing way, but that becomes quite a hostile environment for a visiting side that that becomes and then it, and it becomes a very different thing and he actually said sometimes that can be a bit of a poison chalice for them because that can you know you've got officials you've got you know it can be intimidating for people who are not used to who are used to having sort of one man and his dog and suddenly you come to Britwell and there's there's 200 people around the pitch um back in the home team um and suddenly that can that can change the nature of the game a little bit which was interesting so um, but the, I think historically, both teams—if either team win it—is a historic first win for either side. So um, I can, you know, normally you'd pick the—I'd normally go for the underdog, but I can't even, can't yeah. even really go on that or, or the one that's not won before. So I don't know. I just hope football wins. <laughs> Step oh, eight, there isn't oh, it? That can go in the list. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, I don't. They're not actually in the non-league <laughs> system. Oh really? So you can't you can't get you can't win it and go to the, the next Atlantic. level. No, yeah. um, they used to be apparently. I think twenty twelve they they were stripped of their Step Seven status, which oh, went see. to the Thames Valley Premier League instead. Or mm-hmm. I think they both had it, and the Thames Valley Premier League kept it, and the East Bucks Football League. Uh, lost it and i and i have to apologize to everybody i've just said i won't do that thing where i say something i know but i can't really say it out say it properly um but there are going to be some there's going to be some real local interest in that that league next year um if what i've been told is correct and we should find out which league uh, the east Barks, there's there's okay. going to be a lot of interest for us in that in that league next season which will be quite exciting but be nice. Obviously, that was a that was a conversation that was had, and I, um, I yeah. can't necessarily. Well, and I think p- partly because they've not had anything confirmed yet, so um, yeah. we shall just have to wait and see. But it looks like that will be quite an exciting one. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. Well, um, another league that has got a title decider this weekend yep. is the Thames Valley League uh, Premier Division One. Uh, prep, okay. whatever they're called yeah because obviously the name's quite confusing but the Thames Valley League Division 1 uh, is there is, again there's one game left it's between uh, Reading YMCA and Wargrave um, Wargrave are two points behind Reading YMCA this weekend and so a win for Wargrave would mean they win the title and uh, but it's at Reading YMCA's cauldron ground so another uh, another uh, title decider going on. I think that's, like I say, step eight, that one. So that's uh, uh, plenty to go and see if
0: you're a casual football fan this weekend. There is, there is, there's is a few, there's, uh, there's a few big games on Saturday. Um, mm. We've not even, we've not even got to Wales yet. Let's, uh, <laughs> um, and I, I guess the, the one, the one bad note this week has been the news that Braybrook FC are folding um, which is a bit of a shame. I know uh one of our photographers, Andrew Bat, went to that last night uh, and he said to me they, they it was I think they play in Harchester Hawks and um uh it was I think there was a tweet from Harchester Hawks that said uh we we very kindly allowed them to thump us six one in their final ever game. Um and I, I believe Andrew Batt, our photographer, he said uh, there were some people on the sideline shouting uh, or singing along to um oh i'm gonna have to look it up now i really wish i had. this this is dreadful podcasting um we're not folding anymore that was it i think that was it <laughs> um we we feel like it he said it, it was probably tongue-in-cheek but uh um yeah it, it uh it, it was quite a, quite, a, quite a strange environment i think um to, to be in to have your last game and, but I presume it's it, and I, I always wonder what happens when when these teams fold because obviously the players I guess just go off and play somewhere else it's more the admin side of things that is folding I suppose
1: I did see a tweet from them to Harchester like see you at pre-season so
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah well yes yeah. I, talking of Harchester I love their badge It's it's very AC Milan isn't it
1: yeah, I think that was the idea. I also really want one of their kits. I basically am just harassing local football teams to give me their kits. Chris won't let me have just a single one, though. Apparently that's a bit awkward for the production line, just one.
0: I was going to say, do you have to have 11 or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it probably has to be a bulk order. I'm not sure they'll do just a single shirt. Okay. You, maybe you, like, should, sorry, maybe you
2: should sponsor their kits, Abby, and yes. uh, ask them to get a, uh, another one just for you.
1: I'm sure Chris would love that idea. I'm not sure I've got the funds for that, though. I'll oh. be honest. <laughs>
0: you, you say you haven't got the funds for that, Abby, but I saw you were you were on holiday recently, if I remember rightly, I and you were here. wearing a hype train shirt.
1: Yeah, do you know on that theme as well? I've just bought the blue version of it as well. So I, I don't know what I'm talking about, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably got 11
2: yeah. shirts from non-league teams
1: i think i might be the area so. i've got three caversham shirts as well so i'm basically on the way to just all you need yeah. to do
2: is just buy 11 of the same ones yeah. or you know 12 of the same ones you get to keep one yourself
1: yeah there we go maybe i'll do that
0: <laughs> um abby i know you wanted to talk about the end of the tvc wfl oh, is that the right correct, yes yes
1: yeah, I didn't. What happened? Indeed.
0: What happened? Because we uh, we had a so, podcast a few weeks ago where you were talking about it was the last weekend, and then we haven't bothered recording one since then.
1: <laughs> yeah, indeed, it feels like a lifetime ago now. To be fair, you say that like, are oh, you missing football? I am really technically being there on a Sunday. Yeah, no, really exciting. So I think so. There's we've got teams in five of the nine divisions, and top three finishes for seven of them across the five divisions. So. Tylehurst kind of I didn't think they were going to kind of do it but they snuck into second place in division one um yes. picked by Woking well I say picked. Woking just absolutely smashed the season but they're not a Barclay team so they don't really count but yeah so second place for Tylehurst um Hollyport came eighth out of ninth in division two so yeah I mean it's yeah not too bad um division three south which is the division that I play in obviously super exciting so Mortimer Stolten, Stol- no, they didn't really steal the win. That's not fair, is it? They kind of rightfully kind of won won the league. It was a cl- close one, though, so they were on 36 points. Then it was us in second on 34, and then Fatcham on 32. And then I think it was Taplow in fourth, actually. So we kind of just, a bit like Group F this week in the Euros, sort of switched places all season with each other, kind of between one and four. So, yeah, it's been a really good division. Um, then Division 3E, kind of Ascot were kind of in fifth place i think it was i spoke to daryl kind of when we were in lockdown manager of the um first team and he they were kind of fairly happy with a kind of fifth place finish then they just absolutely stormed it when they came back from when we came back out of lockdown and um yeah came in third so that's really decent and then slough in second and then last one development division um came in third um there's quite a kind of big disparity in that group, actually, because it was uh, Yately in second with 34. And then I think Shinfield were on 18 points. So, yeah, a bit of a round one in that development, division, mm. but still really decent for Shinfield to kind of, they were new this season as well, actually. So, yeah, really good for them to kind of find a top three finish. So, yeah, it's been a really kind of good season for Berkshire's, Berkshire teams in the Thames Valley, basically.
0: Very nice. I just I was in awe of how you were reeling off those points totals because as far as I can see you haven't got them written down anywhere.
1: <laughs> no, I just uh just had a quick look before I uh... Oh okay,
0: right. Fine. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: write about them every week, all week, so I have okay. to remember things like that. It's just so ingrained in my brain now. I think I've said to you once as well, I can probably nerdly list off all 26 Barkley teams kind of alphabetical order through
2: the <laughs> divisions as well. You know the 26, so there's a you know, there's a start.
0: Yeah, true. That's more than I know. Um, <clears throat> right, what What should we talk about next? I think there's a couple of things we can talk about. Um, I thought, so one of the things we were talking about is obviously going to be some new kits coming out. and We've seen a couple. Um, Abby, you don't like the Slough Town Away kit.
1: No, I why? don't.
2: Throwing Abby under the bus there. No? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, why not? Well, you know,
1: yeah. she's... <laughs> Is that any different to normal? No. Uh, no I just I mean, this is I'm um, please don't like ban me from all games at Arbor Park and things like that, because it's really nice and I really like Slough as a team as well. But I just think it's really boring. <laughs> it's just it just looks boring. And also I so it remind it's like the opposite end of the awful like reading goalkeeper kit where it looks like someone's just got a bick at the bottom of the thing and it looks like highlighter green as well, and it just reminded me a bit of that. So yeah, I just don't I just think it's boring. <laughs> okay. It's
0: because um, we thought it was white or grey, didn't we? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's turned still... out it's silver. Two seasons ago, they had a rather snazzy claret number, um, and before that, they had a sky blue number, which I which I really liked. I like the sky blue one; that was that was very nice. But um, I have you seen the new Thatcham Town shirt? I'm not, not sure I have. It's uh, it's it's blue and white stripes, and it's got the names of people who've. Paid money to have their name in written into it. It's uh, it's rather snazzy. I like it. That's quite cool. Um, we have, as far as I know, football in Berkshire has bought one, and we will be auctioning it off mm. to the Biddy. highest bidder. Highest bidder with the money going towards Statcham Town's fundraising. Yeah. Oh. I can exclusively mm. reveal that.
1: Wow, that um, highest bidder might be me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This would not be a surprise.
1: <laughs> um Cavisham have got a new um home kit as well this season as well. I know. They did their kind of Twitter poll, didn't they? I, I saw, that, yes. So, so
0: there'll be a new yeah. one of those. Um, and I know Mortimer have revealed they have a new a new home kit as well. In fact they've played in it several times and it's it's very nice.
1: Nice. I think um Slower are playing in their in that new kit as well in that the cricket game that they're playing. This oh yes. Well. I think that's where they're debuting it
0: it's that's an interesting one because they're playing is it Farnham Royal Cricket Club and they're playing them at cricket yes <laughs> so that's uh you know that's something um right I guess just to round off and Rob I've not teed you up for this at all oh good but um as our resident Maidenhead United expert Ooh. expert correspondent <laughs> or yeah. who knows I think Neil might have some uh, uh argument with that but yeah, yeah okay within the realms of this video call with the three, of, mean us? The three of us yes <laughs> um what have you made of the comings and goings because obviously they've they've lost a couple of players a couple of two players have gone to the football league josh coley and danilo orsi, orsi. yes yeah. uh and they've uh, so this was a surprise because we assumed that james comley had left hmm. but it turns out that he'd also or, or, uh, it seems to have turned out that he's he'd been sort of pushed out the door is that the, yeah not been offered a new contract not been perhaps, offered I don't don't know. um however whatever i don't know how you would term term yeah. these sorts of things uh but they've kept hold the of sam barrett as well
2: yeah so um well i think made Ed have uh started by hopefully now everyone who's going has gone from Maidenhead because they have lost a few players and a few key players. Um, you mentioned Orzy there and Comley. Comley's been there for a long time, um, and Orzy had a, a, a great season for Maidenhead, debut season after uh, coming from um, Hampton, Hampton and, yeah. and Richmond Borough, I believe. Um, so yeah, uh, sad to see them go, but you know, as is the nature of where Maidenhead are, being this sort of um, one of the only. Sort of semi part time clubs in that division, they do tend to see a, a bit of a turnover of players at the end of each season. Um, so they have lost a few key players. But on the flip side, signing Sam Barrett to a, a, a new deal Sam Barrett, arguably uh, their best player uh, um, last season, um, signing him up to, not just to another season, but for two years is a real positive. You know, I mean, I think most people would have thought he was going to be one of the ones that um, goes at the end of the season. So to keep him, because I think I believe he's got a young family and he's kind of settled in the area. So that might've played a part with it. Um, uh, That was, that is a real uh, positive. And then they've uh, brought in this Ferdinand from uh, Woking. Uh, I don't know if he's one of the ones that's um, not been able to continue at Woking due to them going full time. I know that was an issue with the, uh, how why Dave Tarpe left uh, Woking and um, their increased demands on uh players, uh, some have not been able to uh deal with them, uh, or you know, sign up to that. But anyway, he's he's uh, from what I've seen of him in the division, I think he's going to be a really good signing. He adds a lot of energy and sort of impetus in midfield, and he's good for a couple of goals as well. He's uh, Seen Woking play a little bit, and he often, you know, provides a threat from midfield. um, Even though, sort, you know, energy and kind of uh, go forward is, you know, what he's in there for, rather than his goal scoring. But you know, he's good for six or seven goals a season, so you know, (laughs) a good signing to begin with, and you know, keeping Barrett a plus as well. So, uh, I believe there is a few more in the pipeline with Maidenhead, and there needs to be because they have lost a few key players of the squad so far um, the signings have been positive and you know that's all you can ask for a team made itss position
0: um right well just to just to round up and Abby we'll come to the rsSL in just a second just before we uh, just before we finish um I just wanted to just talk quickly about Wallingford town who have against all odds I think won their appeal uh, against being placed in the Hellenic League division one which would have seen them Potentially play several times uh, next season in Herefordshire, um, as the I think they would have been the easternmost tip of the of the Hellenic League Division One. Um, goodness only knows where they will end up being placed, but everybody seems to want to play in the Combined Counties League. Uh, so <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Um, the Hellenic League Division One suddenly it should only be eighteen teams, I think, because Abingdon Town have resigned already. Wallingford uh, wanted to move, and I don't think Ardley. Ardley were in the Premier. Ardley would have been in yeah, the Premier Division. In so step that, five. Yeah. Yeah. So the Hellenic suddenly will be looking a little, a little yeah. short of teams. I think. And Easington
2: has have gone from the Hellenic as yes. well. So you know, so they're, again, they're in the Premier League. So,
0: so But the the whole. It did. It seemed a bit, and I, I must admit, I didn't look at the the maps across the entire country. But that one of all of the footprints, that one seemed to be one of the largest. And it did see. It seemed odd that. I mean, obviously, they only want twenty teams in each division, which gives a limit in itself. But mm. I, I suspect we're that. I don't know. I am. I don't. Know, I have no idea what the answer is. Um hmm. But I think if if it means Wallingford Town because it, it's it's almost like there's there will be teams who are used to travelling that kind of distance in various leagues around the country they're, they're, you know they're they're used to it but wallingford town will have gone would have gone from playing um, sort of as far west as maybe kidlington and as far east as um, I don't know, i'm trying to think of the title sort of langley Jarvie sports and, yeah Jarvie langley so not all that difficult and then suddenly to be asked to go to Herefordshire and Gloucestershire several times a year that suddenly costs rack up and and you've got to find the players that are willing to put that time in as well which you know is is difficult enough so um Abby we'll finish off with the RSSL um the Lens Digital sponsored Reading Sunday Social League you went to the final how was it
1: I did indeed yeah it was a really great game actually um a little bit of everything really it was kind of so the reason why they did it in the first place actually is probably we should talk about that is because so the Breading and District Social League, I think they kind of they curtailed it, didn't they, with the kind of COVID stuff.
0: So Sun, the Sunday League, yes. That's
1: the one, yeah. So it was kind of the the brainchild of Paul at Caversham and then Robert Hype Train and they kind of combined together, picked a few teams in the area. There's eight of them all together, and they played over, I think it was eight weeks, and then yeah, so the final was between Woodley Saints and then Hype Train. Um with the ibis being as uh i don't know what the word is for it but basically it rained a lot didn't it and the ibis <laughs> is notorious for flooding so i think they were a little bit kind of touch and go with is it actually going to go ahead but yeah seemed fine and it was a bit drizzly in the morning but yeah other than that i no, it was good it and was yeah, as next I said, to was- a river well yeah <laughs> true
2: occupational hazard <laughs> <that was laughs> yeah
1: exactly um, that was the first time I was been binthi- bin- to the Ibis, actually, as well. So, you know, I can tick that off my list as well. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a really good final. And honestly, it could have gone either way. There was, um, I mean, the first goal, well, the only goal, in fact, of the game came in the first three minutes. And it was just a little bit of hype train being asleep, really, unfortunately. But they had so many chances, both teams. I, I think I've never seen the woodwork hit so much in a game. And that's considering I play for S4K, And I'm sure we hit the woodwork about three times a- times a match every time so yeah no just woodwork galore that game was um hype train set pieces were fantastic as well and just nobody seemed to be able to get on the end of it so it was really disappointing they also missed the penalty as well which was also gutting as well really it was actually just a really good save from woodley's keeper so yeah no as far as finals go it was good although i did say to hype train i was like i'm just not going to come to finals anymore because i seem to be a bad omen for finals that's the fourth final i've seen this year and every berkshire team i've kind of been supporting has lost so i think i'm just going to stop going to finals basically Mm.
0: This is this is fairly normal. I think most finals involving Berkshire teams I've been to. Um, the only time a Berkshire Berkshire team has won a final I've been to is when they were playing another Berkshire team. So well, yeah, that's what
1: that was as well. It was yeah. Wigley versus Hype Train. So they're both like kind of Do, Reading-ish teams, aren't they? So
0: is there something in this county where we we just wilt under pressure? Is that is that what it is? Maybe I, I don't know. Get to a final and just can't can't finish it. <laughs>
1: Maybe, who knows? But yeah, as I said, it was a really good Barks game. Curse. curse. Yeah, yeah. it's a curse. It's a curse. Totally Berkshire Curse. Maybe it's ours. Oh, maybe, maybe it's us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thank you very much, um, Abby. You've got to go. You're going to be late for work. Possibly, yeah. Okay, fine. All right.
1: <laughs> no, I'll be all right. now, I'll be all right. Okay. I've got a
0: while Fine. fine. Um, Rob, thank you. No problem. Abby, thanks.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Um, and that's it. We'll see you. We try and do this every week, so we'll see you next week. Yeah, pre season next week. Oh, <laughs> Yo. Bye. 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 Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Barks County Football Club. The swords are now ground sharing for the 2020 21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Barks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com.